Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are having another listener submission beer from superfan, Drone Blake. Jack. Jack. I mean, we have so many of them now that they just all overload. Yeah, it's hard for us to go out. We just have all these really, really strange-looking bearded men that just glom all over us. (laughs) I keep telling my wife that I'm a celebrity to a very small subset of the population. Yes, very small. Like, infinitesimally small. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I... My brain is like, as I mentioned earlier to you guys, my brain went like off the deep end. I worked way too much, and it's hotter than Satan's ball sack outside right now. So not at my peak efficacy of functioning <laughs> there, which is Still might the be vocabulary, the big, though. biggest word I'm going to pull out all day. Probably. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I hold, I hold out faith. Okay. Um, but this is Greater Good um, Imperial Brewing Company, which apparently has all Imperial beer, so kind of excited about that uh justin you have some uh, more details did jack send us details with it or just the beer jack sent us absolute dog shit this time he okay. sent us nothing because well, um, last time he sent us amazingly yeah, details so with, like, i feel like we've rendered we, photos feel, and everything i feel like we've balanced out at mediocre okay so like jack you're still you're still on the positive end I, of things. I did the homework for him yeah oh, thank you yeah mark handled the situation uh appropriately yeah so they're up in worcester or perhaps worcester i don't know Massachusetts. <laughs> they say things weird up there. Yes, they do. Uh, Fuck so that sucks. They've, uh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> they've been around since 2015. They started off uh, contract brewing in the summer of 2016. Okay. So and they're still they, brand new. Yeah, they really just opened up their uh, tap room and brew pub facility uh, earlier in the year. All right. And, cool. uh you know, as you said, Kevin, they focus on imperial styles in the eighteen to fourteen percent range. Nice. So this is can, the first, this is a great way to start the day. Yeah, this is the first episode today, everybody. This is, this so, is, this uh, is and this is breakfast for Justin. So yeah. <laughs> you will be in a little bit. So the first one that we have is called Good Night Moon. It's an imperial milk porter, and yeah. it comes in at eleven percent ABV. Um, there doesn't seem to be much more information on the can there, but it's got a cool um, nighttime skyline picture of a Big Ben in Parliament and a little bit more of uh, London. This on is, the, on the I think, all three of label. these, but this this is like their uh, winter seasonal that has a ridiculous following. Okay. Well, when pour it out, color comes in black opaque. Very black. Yes. No questions about that one. And had the nice dark tan head on it that stays around. I mean, we poured yeah, it a couple it, minutes ago. I poured mine first, and it's still on there. It hung around quite a bit. Now it's got some nice fine bubbles on there, and we're yeah. uh, we're lacing and all the good stuff you'd expect. Aroma wise, I get uh, a pretty solid uh, chocolatey marshmallow situation going on, and then potentially a little alcohol in the background. Yeah, kind of smells like a moon pie. A little bit, yeah. A little bit like a moon pie. Sounds <laughs> like a moon pie. My favorite, one of my favorite fucking things. That we should have, we should have had moon pie on the uh, list of uh, of um, snack cakes. It's not really a snack cake, but I think it falls into that category. It's close. It's a but, hand. It's a hand pie. Hand pie. 
Well, no, isn't a moon pie like marshmallow fluff between a couple of cookies covered in chocolate? It, yes. Yes, but the cookies are pretty thick, and it's like this far around. So yeah, they're cake like cookies. They are cake like cookies. So yeah, like all a right. black and white. All right, yeah. So it's, it's a it's a baller snack cake then. Cool. That that should have won. What what did win, by the way, Bark? I'm calling it a draw because uh, if I exclude your vote, but you can't exclude my vote. I did not vote on it. So. I was you see, I didn't vote. You voted the day before, though. I did, but I didn't vote in the final round because I was trying to let the listeners decide it, and then you had to go and make it a whole boondoggle so, questionable so, so, results. So, so why, why, why not just count your vote then and then call a winner? Because then it's a tie. All right. Okay, so, so let me vote because I didn't vote All right. on it. So what, what, was the, what were the second-day options? Funny Bone and uh, Devil, Dogs. Devil Dogs. And Devil Dogs? Yeah. Of those two, Devil Dogs was the winner. God fucking damn it, you people. How are we friends? <laughs> the funny bone beats the shit out of a devil dog every fucking time. It a devil dog dries the shit out of your mouth. It has the, the cream no, in it no, is barely because, existent. Because fun, funny bones do the same thing. They dry you out, and then you have peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. It can't dry you out because of the, the chocolate coating on the outside. The, the devil dog has this dense cake. and the, Come uh, on, the cream I know you're able to, to shove the entire funny bone in your face at the same time. Like both when of you them. do the whole get thing. Get it right, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Now <laughs> I can't get that image out of my head. Justin getting double penetrated in the mouth yeah, by funny, funny bones. bones. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I take all of the chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I I like peanut butter just not as much. Okay. I I I'll I'll step off my my snack. Also, I don't have any nostalgia factor for funny bones because they were never in my house. I don't have a nostalgia factor for it. I have a like they fill whatever huge hole was in my heart until I started losing weight, they would fill it very well. <laughs> well, back back to back uh, to the beer. I'm, I'm going to fill my face hole with some of this beer. You guys can talk yeah. about it a little bit more. Well, the aroma on it, like I said, you kind of get a little bit of that chocolatey, almost cakey kind of smell to it. But there is that little bit of alcohol warmth in there. And when you take the sip, it tastes more of a richer chocolate flavor. And then it also has that little bit of warming factor yeah, it's to it got, um, as well. It has a strong baker's cocoa flavor, but the uh, it also the roast character is a little bit harsh on the I finish. That's the exact word that I was going to use. I don't think it's harsh. I think it's got a little bit of a bite it, to it, but it, it, I think it it's kind of it. sharp. Yes. Okay. I'll, harsh, maybe not. It's definitely sharp. Sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. I I enjoy the entire um, sip that I'm taking, and then when I swallow it, it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that honestly, with kind of how smooth it is to start with, I don't really expect that like off a cliff. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's more in comparison to the rest of it. It's incredibly sharp. It's a sharp aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. I. I really like it. Um, it comes off almost as like a uh, like a cafe mocha kind of beverage that you would order. Yeah, you know, kind of has that's that. That's a that very same, good descriptor for it. You know, just without the if you took the 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 steamed milk out of that drink, I think you would come pretty close to what you have here. But I I I think this is really pleasant. Yeah, it's not that I don't like it. It's more just what was what I was expecting in my head wasn't uh, in the finish. You know what I mean? You're drinking it. I'm sort of expecting it to be a smooth finish. I will say this. In thinking about it, that sharpness does clean the palate pretty nicely, though. It doesn't, it, it doesn't stay around as long for me as I thought it would. It does, but it's also not super pleasant to me. No? No. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle on the finish. The beginning part I'm a fan of. I'll do cartwheels for that. Yeah, I I definitely think it starts off stronger than it does um, than the finishes, but I really enjoy it. And the fact that it's a uh, 
eleven percent. Oh yeah, and doesn't have that really strong alcohol burn. I really like. Yeah, it's not as warming as you would as you would expect. I get it more uh, more on the nose than I get it in the in the flavor. Yeah. Although I do think that it's possible the alcohol is contributing to the uh, the sharpness in the finish, but it's probably mostly the roast. Yeah, I just think mm. it's uh, I think it's an American porter just because of how black it is, and uh, I just feel like it's a little bit too much roast barley. Now here's an interesting thing: it's it's an imperial milk porter, right? So I'm assuming they added lactose to it. That's my assumption. Yeah, yeah. are you are you getting any? Any kind of level of sweetness, or or maybe in the beginning, maybe that's what we're getting in the beginning. Yeah, I think it that's... might be contributing to that. It might also be uh, contributing to the very full mouthfeel. Mm. That's a solid point. Yeah, I think the um, the kind of softness in the beginning is that lactic is that uh, lactose that you had. And it. you know, it goes back to what Kevin said, calling it you know almost like a mocha flavor. It's probably playing into that as well. Mm. Yeah, it does. it's just not very forward, but it's probably playing. In the background towards those things. Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, the mouthfeel is very full. And this is an interesting thing. And the, uh, Mark and I are doing um, classes for our BGC, BJCP exam. And one of the things I'm struggling with is uh, mouthfeel uh, being full. Um, and also separating creaminess and mouthfeel, essentially, is my problem. Okay. And in this particular beer, beer, and Mark can tell me if I'm wrong, because he's better at this than I am. This one is a full, full body, but yeah. it's not very creamy. I would say it's like medium or low creamy. Right, exactly. Okay, so I'm starting to get better at this. That's interesting. I'm trying to think. I'm. I don't think I've ever. Cons- I think I've. I've never stopped to divide those two. Me neither. Yeah. Um, but that's like one of those fine points that I. Yeah, you, know, you have to look at when you're judging. But well, the way it was explained to to us in the class, and it does make sense. I was just hoping. I asked a bunch of people. I was hoping for a different answer, but this seems to be exactly what it is. <laughs> The mouthfeel is the weight on your tongue, the weight in your mouth, and uh, the creaminess is the slickness with which you, when you swallow it, like okay, that that's it's that moment yeah, the, sensation. The mouth feels like the density and the yeah. uh, the creaminess is the viscosity. Right. Got it. That's that's the word I was looking for. Did you say that in one of the classes? And I did I ignore you? No, I didn't. Oh, say okay, because because that that honestly that's the best at least from the way my brain works. That's the best description I've gotten. Well, talking about viscosity, this one looks like Jesus Christ. This one looks like motor oil. We yeah. thought we we thought the last one was black. Yeah, but this one has an even darker head to it. Yeah, um, this is a very dark brown head. Yeah, that's one of the darkest heads I've ever seen. It really just looks like I mean, I maybe I'm changing my oil too late if it's looking like this when it's coming out, but like it is it's really dark on that head. Which one is this? This is Avana, which is their uh, Russian Imperial Stout. Which has a nice little, uh, you know, looks this like a watercolor, not a watercolor, but it has a nice little drawing of uh, St. Basil's Cathedral on it. Yeah, this is from their uh, Passport series, I think it's called. Aha! Uh, so this one clocks in at a measly 10% ABV. <laughs> Aroma-wise, I'm getting um, more of a milk chocolate. Yeah, on this one versus uh, the last one. I'm gonna let mine settle yeah. for a second. Um, it's a little bit more of a it rounded. Sounds like Yuhu. Yeah, Yuhu. Right. Yeah, that's actually yeah, you, and that's an important distinction. Yuhu versus regular chocolate milk. Yuhu's well, much sweeter because Yuhu isn't actually milk. Yes, I, true. Yes, it's chocolate drank. <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's a, it's a faint um, aroma to me. It's yeah. not a strong aroma. No, it's but not, I like it's, it. It's not. It's also carbonated much lower than the uh, the Good Night Moon was. Oh man, that's tasty. It still has um, the same sort of notes, though. You have a uh, a sweetness up front that's very low. It's not as, as sweet as the other one, and 
still a sharp finish, but not quite as sharp as the yeah, other it's, one. Yeah, it's not as sharp as the good night. Yeah, this, this feels like a little more rounded version of the last one, of right. the last beer. Um, it's pretty t- I'm, It's pretty good. I, I'm trying not to immediately compare it to the one that we just had. I'm trying to let it stand on its own, but it's tough. It's hard not to because they are... I mean, very again, similar. they're very similar styles. They're they're very similar in flavor. They're very similar in aroma. I mean, the most discerning thing to me so far is the color of the head. Yeah. Um, I, I get I get more coffee on this as I drink it. Like the the aftertaste in my mouth is a coffee aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely has those coffee notes. And this one tastes a little slicker than the last one too. This is much creamier. So, to use our new my new word, creamier. That yes. not not a. Uh, Different mouthfeel, but creamier. Now that's an interesting concept. Uh, not to turn this to a BJCP thing, but the uh, Mark, what do you think of the? Do you think the mouthfeel is fuller on this one than the previous one? I think it's a little lower, honestly. Yeah, that's that's what I'm how I perceived it too, which is interesting. And that's the weight of the liquid. Yeah, when, if, you, if you hold it in your mouth, right, versus when you swallow it is essentially what I'm what I'm getting as the uh, okay as the weighted discerning. Yeah, like, as you swish it around in your mouth, like does it is it closer to syrup or is it closer to water okay yeah then this is definitely lighter than the last one yeah oh cool a little breakthrough from a little mini break breakthrough for justin for the test yeah only um, a month ago Woo. fuck really yeah you're right only a month ago holy shit all right I shit my pants this is pretty good but honestly i think i like the last one i like that little extra sweetness in the last one you know what's more. fucked up we didn't rate the last one you're right we didn't Hey. This is episode <laughs> episode fucking ninety four, and we didn't. And this is the first, first time one of the day. First time, we, first one yeah, of the day. First one of the day. We have forgotten to fucking rate the beer. Uh, I mean, when you sit there and you line up an imperial milk stout and imperial porter and uh, and stout in front of, like when you line up these kind of beers in front of us, we get a little excited. I w- yeah, I was gonna say I I was very excited to do this episode the second that Jack brought brought these beers. So yeah. this was the one that I was like, I can't wait to do this one. Yeah. So all right, let's all go right. backwards. Rewind. <laughs> I'm gonna cover this up. There we go. I like that. Mark's laughing because he's all Mark does when we're doing this is just try to think to himself, which one of these things am I gonna use on Instagram to embarrass Justin? <laughs> no, that really I uh, don't I don't think of that while uh, we're recording. Okay. They, they it comes to me, yeah. Like I, I start like <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning. It comes. I in. start, I start making breaks in it as I'm, I'm going through and editing it, and then like I slide it up to the higher track, and then I go back through and figure out like, okay, which one am I going with? Yeah, go. if you're not following us on Instagram, there's, there's sometimes, very rarely are the Instagram videos even remotely related to the beer that we're doing. <laughs> Usually, it's some dumb shit like snack cakes or yeah. what the fuck sandals versus flip flops are. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. No, those are good. All right, so we really need to rate that first beer before we completely forget about it. Okay. I'll get us started. I'm going with a bomber on that one. I want two pints of that. I think I'm really going to enjoy those two, and then I'm going to need to move on from it. But it is really tasty. I think by the end of the bomber, I'll be satiated on the flavor. That bitterness might have built up to the point where I want something different, but it also is not so incredibly it's not so incredible that i want to keep chugging it yeah i i agree with that in general it's just that it's a pint for me just because that finish is just a little too sharp for me i i i'm gonna drink the pint but after that i'm gonna move on i don't want that second glass because it's just it would fatigue my palate i think how about you justin um 
I'm really like firmly between a pint and a bomber. Okay. Um, I'm going to go bomber on it because yeah. I think I like it enough that I, I would drink two of it. It really is the finish for me. And it didn't stick around uh, a long time, that sharpness. So that's why I feel yeah. like a bomber would be, be the appropriate amount. For that one, more than the one that we're drinking right now, I feel like the nitro treatment would be great for it. Hmm. I, I think to put that. that on nitro would be really pleasing. Um, whereas this one, I don't think it necessarily would add anything to the to the beverage. I mean, I'm always no, a fan. Much. I'm always a fan of putting it on nitro anyway. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, like I want some pale ales on nitro just because. I yeah, got to but got to make it better. But um, <laughs> um, well, we didn't we have cream ale? Didn't we have a cream ale on nitro at one point? Carrick Fargus. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's delicious. Yeah. That's why I can't get a crowler of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Which but, makes me uh, sad every time. I still ask. Maybe they'll just do it. <laughs> But no, I think the, uh, I think the uh, the good night moon, or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, good night moon. Yeah, um, the good night moon would really deal, would really benefit from that little bit of ex- from that extra texture of uh, the nitro. I can see that. Um, but back to um, Ivana. Ivana. Yeah, this one. Uh, I. It's funny because you, the I I can't tell. If I like it the same amount or less. Not that we have to compare them, but because they're so close. Like, that's kind of how my brain has to work. Um, it has less of an overall flavor <laughs> and less of an overall aroma. But I like the mouthfeel a lot. Um, hmm. Rating-wise, I think I'm, I'm going to call it a bomber also. I like... Yeah, I think it's really good. But I think I like the other one just a little bit more. So I'm going to go with a pint for this one. And... It's just—it's not really grabbing my attention and grabbing hold of me and saying like I have to keep drinking this. It's just like okay, I had a pint, I enjoyed it, I'm pleased by it, but that's about it. Okay, I'm I mean, just the opposite. Uh, this is a, definitely a bomber for me. I uh, and it's probably just more of a stylistic preference. I really like my imperial stouts. Yeah, much more than I go for American porters. Yeah. Uh, but I is this is just smoother to me on the finish and hits more of my favorite notes. Mm. Yeah, this one I I agree on all those fronts. I don't mind the the finish of the last one, which is why I think I rated them the same. Yeah, but in general, I agree with all those all those sentiments. the The chocolate notes from this are more of the chocolate that I that I like. Right. The um as it warms up, I think it blends a little bit better. In the flavor, definitely, because um, I'm enjoying it more as it was sit- after we took it out a little. In- in- um... Mark cleans his glass out, and it, it, it looks like there's Bud Light in my glass. Yeah, now. the tiniest little bit in the bottom basically turned his water into a Bud Light. So, little sidebar on mass market lagers. We had um, I attended a, a bachelor party for my brother uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. and at one point we had drank so much. And we were out at the bar, and we were drinking gin and tonic, because that's what Keith wanted to drink, so we were drinking a lot of G&T, and we're like, oh, man, we're getting dehydrated. Get us some Coors Light. Let's go. <laughs> and I, and we literally felt better after drinking the Coors Light, that we had felt more rehydrated. I played Last year, I played golf on a really hot day, and I didn't eat breakfast, because I, I typically don't eat breakfast. And I was really hungry and getting a little dehydrated. Right. And a couple of the guys I play with pretty much pound Coors Lights the whole time we're playing. Yeah. And I very rarely drink beer when I'm playing golf. And 
they gave it to me, and they were like, seriously, this will make you feel better. And I didn't think it would. Yeah. Totally did. No, it, it really is enough water that you're just like, wow, I feel better. And, and the extra little bit of added calories helped me out. Yeah. So the moral of the story is that Coors Light is nutritious. Drink, drink <laughs> beer while you go. <laughs> what I'm saying is it can't be any less healthy than Gatorade. Oh, it's definitely healthier than Gatorade. Less I, would, I would bet less my sugar, life on that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's less empty calories than Gatorade, In no fact, doubt. No, without question. That's actually, that should be a tagline. Okay, Coors Light, hook us up. All we ask for is like 100K. Yeah. And you can take that idea, complete that idea. You can take the uh, healthier than Gatorade idea. Then that fancy sports drink. Yes. So uh, we so have you something. Need a rinse or you good? I'm good, thank okay. you. We have something entirely different right now. Yep. Now for something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> um. By by the way, I throw this out there. If if I'm sure, I think you guys have probably seen it. But if anybody out there hasn't, you need to look up Bird and Ernie as Warren G and Nate Dog. That has popped up on my feed like twelve. I watched times. the whole thing. It is so worth it. It is. <laughs> you see something and it's got four million views. You're like, this guy just hit the right note. You know? Yeah. Fuck that. Crushed it, like crushed it. Not as good as reading DMX and reading Rainbow. Not as good, but visually speaking, better. Yes. Have hey. you seen uh, uh, Cookie Monster's Tom Waits? No. Mark always always comes up with the one that's like fucking just deep. Like, half our audience is Tom who? Uh, me. I'm going. I don't know who Tom Waits is. Who's Tom Waits? He's a musician. Yeah. Uh, He's a what very eclectic what, musician. What band yes. was he? What, Tom Waits. That's it? It's just yeah. him? Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. All right. I see he, you know, I'm sure he was part of something at some point that somebody right. would know, but yeah. No, I'm not I'm not cool enough with the music to know. I mean, I, I, only reason I know it is my father. It's, okay. it's, I wouldn't know it otherwise. So, yes, yeah, so we have the Greater Good, which is a New no, England... Is, that's the brewery. This is oh. Greylock IPA. Oh, Greylock. Right. So, we should probably tell them... Oh, yeah, you're right. Duh. Yes, this is the Greylock IPA. New First England. episode of the day. Man. That's right. It's four, four, weeks, four weeks from now, you're really going to be laughing. Yeah, four, four <laughs> weeks from now, it's pretty much going to sound like the three assholes at the end of the bar that you wish would just fucking leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. your wife keeps going, we gotta go. <laughs> Why didn't they cut those guys off yet? Because <laughs> I keep paying. I don't understand it. Uh, so this is an Imperial New England IPA. 12%, by the way. Right. 12 fucking percent alcohol. 12%. Jesus Christ. Um, it's got a nice uh, golden color. Yeah, it's kind of a, a lemon lemon juicy gold yeah, color. Yeah, lemony color. It's not super turbid like orange juice, but it definitely is not uh, clear by any means. Yeah. No, it's it definitely qualifies as hazy. It doesn't look chunky. No, <laughs> right, right. It's not yeah. milkshake. It doesn't look like an English yeast starter. But definitely has mm. that... Uh, Pine and lemon. Yep. My two exactly. fucking favorite. Right, thanks, this thanks stuff. Jack. This stuff will make. If we can rub this on the table, this oh. stuff will leave a shine like nobody's business. I get more floral than pine. Nah, I get pine. I mean, it's not pine like you know, like a West Coast IPA, like resin or, or grassy or anything. But I don't. This shit is awesome. I couldn't really identify a floral from that. Yeah, it's. This is. It's not bad. This is what I'm looking for in New England IPAs. This is what I want. Twelve percent alcohol. Well, that <laughs> always helps, but. Yeah, I have to say, from the the taste versus the aroma for me is not. It's I, I dr- I'll drink this beer. Like this is a a drinkable this beer. Awesome. I I enjoy it. I'm not gonna. It's not awesome for me because it still has a, a grassy piney finish, um, which I'll still contend is not part of style. But also not something I it's, enjoy. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't I don't get it as grassy piney so much as like I get a little bit of pithiness in mm-hmm. the finish. I'm not picking that up at all. 
I mean, I'm. It's just something that I'm sensitive to, which yeah. is why I. No, I'm not picking it up at all. Um, the aroma, I think, comes off a little bit more. I'm I'm kind of in between you two. You said more floral, Justin. You said more piney. Like, I think I'm leaning a little bit closer to the floral than the pine on it. But there's definitely is that lemon um, scent in there as well. But when it comes to the taste, like I don't think the taste matches the aroma at all. I think the taste is way better than the aroma. I do too. It's just a lot. Of, I don't. I don't. I'm not enjoying the taste as much as you do. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I like I said. I would. I would definitely drink it. But it's just not. I think my, this is just so, like uh, some of their descriptors that they choose are fresh squeezed, fresh squeezed, grapefruit, orange, and passion fruit. And now okay. we know Mark isn't drunk yet because he's not concentrating enough yeah. on how we speak. Um, <laughs> I don't get the passion fruit, but there is a. I, now I, I know I don't fucking like it. Yeah. Passion fruit. Put passion fruit on a beer. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Okay. I mean, I can't identify passion fruit specifically. Me neither. Like, I can't picture. I can't. I don't have a mental in taste memory of like what that flavor is. But I think like for the hot sticky that it is today, like this is an awesome beer. Like, yeah. This is. So they. Uh, I like it. Uh, their 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 flavor text is like oh it's huge, huge in the beginning <laughs> right essentially so uh, one of the choice sentences in here is we paired a special blend of sought after Pacific Northwest hops with traditional New England style yeast to give it a deliciously juicy juicy and floral imperial brew that's completely unfiltered I will give them the mouthfeel on this. Mouthfeel on this for New England IPA is very good. Unlike yeah. um, the, the ones we had from Foam, where we were like, kind of like, where's the mouthfeel? Yeah. Right. No, this hits that. This, where's the, the body? Yeah. This isn't, you know, uh, a milkshake by any stretch of the imagination. Not that it's supposed to be, but it's it definitely has enough body to, to stand up to the flavor. Yeah. No, yeah. it's definitely full bodied. Um, it is. It, it's definitely on the fruity. Oh, That's good. Spectrum. Yes. As opposed to uh, dank. Yeah. As you finish the at the very end, like when you breathe out, it's the retro nasal, right? Yes. Yeah. Then you get like a little. Then I, now, as I finish the whole thing, now I get a little bit of that pithiness. Yeah. Like yeah. a li- very little bit at the end of it. Um, but I just sort of like. No, a, it's not. It's definitely not uh, as strong. Yeah. As other beers we've had recently, but yeah. it, it's definitely got a little bit of mm-hmm. that there, and it's just something I'm sensitive to. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that now, as I finished a larger sip, like I now I experience. I'm now I'm see. I'm having that same experience as you. I'm enjoying it more as it warms up. I think uh, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just getting tanked at this point. Um, Possible, but uh, I, is I'm your enjoying name Frank. <laughs> Frank, yes, it is now. Um, but you're, you're going to start doing memes of me as uh, fucking Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, it's growing on me a little, I guess. It's not the, again, it's not, this is not one of the, like a heady topper or something that I'm, no. I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm cool on this. Um, it's, you know, take it away from me. It just, I've had, and I, you know, I, I can't drink a New England IPA now without thinking about, uh, Ryan Cook and the, the one I tasted at NHC that he entered when I judged uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it's just got Well, he brought that one to the BJCP prep class that was really good too. Yeah. It, the, what I, what I, I like about it. I didn't have either of those. No. Like, what I, I like about it is the, the finish. The, the the finish there is rounded and, and yeah. fuller. This one is sharper to an extent, and it, it lingers more. His are so clean and yeah, so they're, rounded. They're very okay. much like tropical. Okay, and they and 
There maybe there's just like a hint of the pithiness, but they're mm. just very much tropical fruit. Okay. Nah. Listen, I'm just envious. Yeah. Not, not try, uh, about trying them, but so um, uh, rating wise, um, I'm gonna leave uh, Kevin for last because I feel like Kevin's gonna uh, gonna want to expound on this a little. No, not really, no? man. I just think this is. I think this is a bomber for me, and I'm really happy. Really, I yeah. expect it to be more than a bomber. No, like I think it's. I think it's really not a twelve percent. No, not a twelve percent. Oh. Absolutely not. Like, I don't know. But, I guess it's where this comes in. But this is, <laughs> this is just really tasty, and I want to put back two of these and have a burger a with nap. it. <laughs> have a burger with it, and then pass out on the lawn chair and turn into a lobster. Like, like <laughs> this. This is the beer that accidentally goes. Oh man, I had two of these, and I'm sweating, and I'm done. Now, are you making a, a reference to how tan you're going to get, or a reference to the level of mobile ability that you're going to have after about twenty minutes? Both. <laughs> Both. Not, I will. I will not, no longer have use of my hands. I will just be like claws. Kind not, of. not the Colin Farrell movie. Yeah. No. Um. I saw something like that pop up on Netflix. Yes, right? it's yeah. called The Lobster. Yeah. You go to heaven and you change until like whatever. Well, no, it's something like if yeah. you don't find a mate by a certain age, they turn you into an animal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very strange premise. Ne- straight to Netflix original? No, I don't think it was. Oh boy. But yeah, for me, bomber, definitely. It was not a Cloverfield paradox. Yeah. I want to have it with, like, I want tacos. You know, like, hang out. I feel like you just fucking want tacos because you saw Amy eating tacos. Dude, I always want tacos. <laughs> I had tacos last night. I was just like, I just, Rachel was like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, we should get tacos. And then we had the revelation that Blue Tortilla delivers. And we're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Life is good again. Yahtzee. <laughs> All right, Mark, where are you at? Uh, I will be tacos. firmly at a pint. You know, I it. It's enjoyable, but uh, they're just new IPAs in general. Just still really aren't my thing. So after the one glass, I'm gonna be looking to move on. It's a pint for me also. Um, I think it's a really well done beer. Um, I think anybody who's into that's into the style, this would be the jam. Like this blows all three of the foam beers to four, shred, to four right? Right. Oh, annihilates them. Just shreds them. This is what I'm looking for. Like, when I say that I like New England IPAs and I want, like, that kind of experience, this is the beer. This is the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. Yeah. Things in this family, if you said that you wanted to go a little bit more pronounced on the flavor in any direction, I'd be okay with it. But just the way that it's constructed is what I really like. Yeah. No, it's a very good beer. Just not totally in my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Well, I uh, that concludes our, our rating of the beer, but I wanted to see if Mark maybe wanted to, we, you and I can give some updates on what people can expect from us from that uh, Craft Classic in terms of uh, beers. Oh, so I uh, made a cream ale, but because I'm not a sane person, instead of just using flaked maize like most brewers do, I decided to use purple corn flour. Purple corn flour. And in case anybody out there was wondering, yes, purple corn flour will turn your brew in a bag system into a huge condom. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you put the purple corn in, and now the bag is waterproof. Yeah, so you just it was t- you, very you can, strange. You can take all of the liquid out in a bag. <laughs> Swear to God. Not even fucking around. It didn't even drip. Wow. It was it just sealed up. It just sealed it up. It sealed the, up all the pores in the bag. Because it, it was ground corn flour. Yeah. Right. Okay. It, it turned the brew day into the biggest fucking Chinese fire drill you could possibly oh imagine. I'm not kidding. We were rolling between two vessels and, like, fucking hand. No, no. That was the sour. 
Oh, uh, oh, that was the sour. What, what did we do? Oh, no, that for this one. Yeah, that's right. We had two fucked up brunettes in a row. Yes. <laughs> that was the sour. Sorry. This one, we uh, we had to switch bags. We had to do a, uh, a, sw- a switcheroo on the bags. There you yeah, go. Yeah, mash. I, I, we, we switched to a coarser, uh, coarser bag. Coarser yeah. mesh bag, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I like to. Uh, is that the one with the weird? Uh, yes, with the with pink the, stuff the, in the, the uh, pink airlock. In the pink airlock. Yeah, okay. that that's because some of the beer uh, bubbled I, up. I fermented it in the fridge to keep it nice and cool. Okay. And uh, when I was taking it out of the fridge, between the sloshing back and forth and a lot of the CO two coming yeah. out of solution from the agitation, it bubbled up into the airlock, and okay. that's why it's pink. Yeah, the beer itself. It's pretty color. It's is very dark. Is, it's it's Magilla Gorilla purple. It's yeah, like really. Purple. It's more purple than uh, burning. Violet Beauregard was well. That was that was a really like a ruby, purpley color. Yeah, like, this is like this is like we blended as, Barney as and said, shoved him yeah. in a fucking bucket. <laughs> oh, I cannot. Seriously, wait to it see is. It. It's so I cannot purple. Wait to see it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and then uh, after we're done drinking today, it's gonna go back in the fridge, and I'm gonna be adding some uh, cherry wood that okay. I toasted in the oven, and. Uh, have uh, in a mason jar with vodka upstairs. So I like it. Yeah, the, uh, the this is uh, our homage to uh, Carrick Fargus. Okay, to the the cream ale we discussed earlier. That's on yeah. nitro. That's also aged on whiskey oak. Um, at, that Brickcast does, and we love that beer so much that uh, this is uh, the purple version of it, not on nitro. Well, my homage is that I attempted to get Paul's haircut and face <laughs> going on here. Is get the he- spitting sh- image. Shave the head. Shave the head. Leave the big beard. Decided, you know, if it's good enough for Paul, it's good enough for me. So at I, the end of the day, I think it looks really good on me. <laughs> um, I also made a uh, a lager. I did uh, a, a dark Mexican lager. Okay. And I'm also aging it on wood. Except finally, um, loyal listeners will know that I've always wanted to age something on tequila oak. And and this I, is it. This is it. So I'm going to age this on, right now. It's um, we're doing the diacetyl rest for fermentation, and I'm going to just before I call a crash, it, I'm going to throw in. Uh, some oak from my wood shop. Not from wood shop. Actually, it's oak that Mark gave me from a packet oh, uh, that I have soaking in uh, Patron Silver. Nice. I had soaking in Patron Silver for like five months, That's four a- months. Yeah. Is actually, there any more of the Patron? It was actually oh, yeah. a tequila barrel. Little... Uh, I picked oh. it up at Arbor. No, no. This was long before that. Oh, the, yeah? No, this was a packet that you, oh, you had given from, me ages oh, ago from, okay. a kit, from one of the kits. That we, yeah, that yeah. Had. That became the English border. Yeah, exactly. Right. But no, I have that backup uh, tequila. I, you know, I, I'm going back and forth, but I kind of want to use the one I've been soaking in Patron just because it's been in Patron. I've also had it soaking for like five months, so I feel like I should fucking use it. Um, it's time to go. It's yeah. Time. It served its time. So it, uh, that you'll be able to get both of those at the LIBME uh, table at um, the LIBME tent. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of beers. Um, the LIBME tent at uh, the Craft Classic on August 11th. All right. Um, that sounds great. Both of those. I'm looking. I'm hoping that uh, I don't have to wait quite that long to try both of them. No, you definitely um, will not. Mine will probably be on tap at my house in two weeks. Okay. Excellent. Um, we also have kind of listener mail. Oh, yeah. Um, we called him out, and Mr. Kelly got back to us on Facebook uh, when we said that he, uh, from the Nishimini Creek quad, he said that he has not and that Justin is a crackhead. Right, so let me explain that. What, what, but that Leon is yeah. excellent. Right, the Leon is what I was referring to. I shouldn't have said the quad. I'm actually, you know what, I have to go back and listen because I'm like 99% sure that I didn't say that because they didn't have the quad there at all. 
Um, but I no, I, yeah. I'm pretty certain you did no, say but like we talked about it because we yeah we wanted to buy it and we ended up with the triple instead because they didn't update the board. And right. I think you commented that like Greg oh, had yeah. that. No, Greg had a bottle of Leon. That's for right. sure. Yeah, I was definitely had a crackhead moment there. So uh, then he told us that he had had a couple of their IPAs. The Shape of Hops to Come is my favorite. County Line is solid. Blitzkrieg Hops is a great name for a beer, but the beer was quote just all right, dog, as Randy Jackson would say. <laughs> And um, he also wanted to let us know that Haymaker Meadery is owned by Adam and Aaron Crockett. They are old school members of the of LIBME that uh, moved out to PA and started their own meadery. Excellent. So we'll have to check that out. Greg, thanks for getting back to us and uh, clarifying a little bit. And uh, any chance we get to make fun of Justin is always a good time. Yes. We enjoy it. And then, of course, he also followed up with the fact that um, Victory Brewing Company that he visited that and there may be some victory beers in the yes, near future i believe we will be getting some tasty goodness from victory so, which we appreciate so thank you greg for getting in touch with us and if you want to get in touch with us reach out on facebook send us an email call us all the, can, all can the we, good ways do we have this do we have that phone number handy yeah uh, hang on hold okay as always nope i took it out of my took it out of my wallet i'm sorry so I was at um, Barrage the other day, and I know I had put my card. 631-605-7240. Sorry, say One more again. time. 631-605-7240. As I was 1-800-CARS. Sorry, every yeah. time I hear a phone number, I just like, go right into that. <laughs> I was saying that I stopped by uh, Barrage the other day, and I know I had put my card on the wall. Yep. And I saw another one with it. Who was that? Was that you, Justin? No, that's mine. mine? That's his. All right, Justin, when you go there, you got to put your card. I will. Too. I will bring it the next time. We, the BJCP classes are at Barrage, so right. um, I will bring. I will bring one there to do that. And also, um, I'm making it a personal mission to get one of our stickers on, on the file cabinet in the back. Nice. So I'm going to bring one of those as well. There you go. I think that's a solid plan. So if you've ever had. Um, anything from Greater Good Brewing, give us a shout. Let us know what you think about it. If you uh, work greater there, good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're involved with uh, the production there and you and we missed anything, let us know. We'd uh, we'd really love to hear from you if there's a correction or something like that. Let us know that we're idiots and tell us why. Yeah, I'm sure there's a really good hot fuzz reference that we've missed, but uh, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen that movie. Really? Really? Oh, uh, that's a good one. All right, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go fire that one up. I think it's on Netflix still. Okay. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Cheers, right. everybody. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow. Or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.